The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. If you could learn more about spirituality and how it can work in your favor, would you be intrigued? Of course you would. It's time to get real. This is Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson. In our show, we'll interview fascinating guests with the intent of bringing you closer to who you really want to be. Get ready for some of the most profound radio on any airwaves today. Now, here is James Robinson. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson, and we have a very special guest today whose name is Stephanie Azaria, and she is a groundbreaking uh, advisor, uh, spiritual guide, and um, Stephanie, welcome to the show. Thank you, James. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very glad to be here today. Now, I've known Stephanie for a number of years, and when I first got to know Stephanie, she was a very, very gifted and talented astrologer, but she's actually come up with something brand new that I wanted to share with the listeners and let her fill everybody in on what she's doing because it really is a lot different than just the traditional astrology because she's got a system that she calls cosmic consciousness. And, you know, just to start, Stephanie, could you give us a little bit of your background and and how you got to where you are? Oh, sure. Absolutely. Um, Well, when I was a little girl, around nine years old, somebody showed me the astrological symbols of the planets and the signs, and something just happened in me. And I I learned them all very instantly. And back then, it's a long time ago, it was around 1960 or 61, there wasn't a lot of stuff written on astrology at that time, at least not anything new. But I bought anything I could find. I got my mother to buy me whatever I could find. And I studied and studied and studied. I found a book, which they're still publishing actually, called The Complete Astrologer which was a big workbook, and I, t- I literally taught myself how to create a chart from that book, and I started doing professional readings when I was 16 years old. By professional, I mean I started charging money for my readings, and so I've been doing readings for uh, 45, 46 years. I've always loved astrology. It's a second language to me. Astrology is actually a language of symbols, and I, I've always sort of understood it fluently. But there's always was something about astrology that bothered me, this here, this, that, that there. There was just parts of it that just didn't sit right with me. It just never felt utterly authentic. And I also noticed, of course, as an astrologer, that... Uh, most of the people, when you say the word astrology, people just shut down and turn off because they don't take it very seriously. And 
somehow as a young, young person, I felt it was my obligation, my mission, my purpose to make astrology more um, significant again in the world. Uh, I remember as a young woman uh, reading Linda Goodman's Sun Signs, which was an amazing book. If you haven't read that book, everybody should read that book. It's just a great way to understand the different signs. And I, it was such a popular book. It was so groundbreaking because it took astrology and made it mainstream. And I felt that that somehow or other, that was a part of my mission. And then, you know, I got on the spiritual path, oh, I guess when I was 25 or 26. And uh, spirituality and the ascended masters became very important to me. And uh, about 10 or 11 years ago, I met Derek O'Neill, who is my teacher, and um, together we worked at this astrology thing. There was a sort of a breakthrough that happened where the masters had delivered a, a, a concept, not a system, but a concept to the messengers, the prophets, Elizabeth Clare Prophet, had written a whole book on this uh, idea that Mar Mother Mary had given to her when she was nine years old. And I read this whole book, which read a little bit like Shakespeare. It was very difficult to understand. But I gathered a group of people, and we fleshed out a system. And this system, which she calls the cosmic clock, um, I call cosmic consciousness, because in my understanding, my estimation of it is, that the whole cosmos is the reflection of our spiritual body. I think everything in the world is our own reflection. And so I began to put together a combination of her, uh, of Mother Mary's idea with Derek's uh, prodding, pushing. I kind of took it on myself to turn it into a system. And I've been working with it now for six or seven years. And it is, a, I have, must say, it's utterly amazing. It's just so much more authentic than... Uh, the old system was, and it does change everything. It's kind of a correction that changes everything. Well, how could you be more specific about that? I mean, how is your cosmic consciousness different than just what people perceive to be traditional astrology? Okay, well, I think astrology, when you have a real reading from an astrologer, you, they, they make up your birth chart, which is a map of where the planets were at the time of your birth, uh, based on where you were on the planet. And that map, which is very scientifically put together, is uh, has always been thought to be a sort of a blueprint of your, uh, your life. And so each of the houses, a chart has 12 houses, and in the old astrology, each house represented an area of your life. And you could sort of perceive it as you being in the center and then going out into the different areas of your life to have various experiences. And if you had planets in those houses, well, then they meant something in particular. But the new system changes the houses to ours. It changes the chart from being the blueprint of your life to the actual representation of your energy field for this incarnation. So each of the houses now becomes ours or mansions. And each mansion is something every single one of us contains within our energy field. And if you look at it from that perspective, which I call the witness perch or the observer's mode, it's not, I didn't make that up, that's a very common experience, 
when we look at it from up above and see it in that perspective, we begin to see the correction that needs to happen in order to stop having that separation consciousness and move more fully into the, the, the unity consciousness that this system facilitates. You don't need the system to get to the unity consciousness, but it really does give you a sort of a mechanical boost. It really helps you to move, shift your perspective to that new consciousness, which is really more about love than fear. To put it really simply, it's the choice between love and fear. So when people have an appointment with you or have a session with you, what do you do for them? Well, I create their chart, and then I superimpose the clock on top of their chart. So it doesn't change their chart. It just corrects it. It allows us all to see exactly where we are in our energy field at any given moment. The clock makes it possible to move, to see that you move around your energy field once a year. You actually move around the energy field in a, in a fractal sense, once every 12 years, once a year, twice an hour, it, or rather twice a day, five times an hour, because it breaks down into the 12 mansions. So you can move around it as many times as you can focus. I don't think any of us is particularly capable of focusing on how frequently we move around the clock in a minute. We do move around five times a minute, but we do move around the clock once a year by moving into each mansion once a month, and we can literally put our consciousness on that hour, what it represents, what planets we have in there, and how they are set up by our soul. I believe our souls choose our charts before we come in, and so we can have a particular experience based on our karma or on our desire to evolve in some particular way. So the chart is set up according to your own higher self, and the planets aren't influencing us, they're reflecting us, and they actually represent the various archetypes that every human is working with. Uh, we all have the same archetypes to work with. That's why it's called our solar system. Everything revolves around the sun. The sun is our consciousness. And the sun is the sun, the higher consciousness, the S-O-N sun, the Christ consciousness, which we are all moving into now with great... Uh, uh, with 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 just en masse and all together in a very big way. It's a beautiful thing that's happening. I think we all feel it and we all kind of know it. And I think astrology is the greatest tool in the world for understanding yourself and for realizing what time it is right now. It brings you into the here and now so you're empowered to make important decisions about yourself and your life. And it moves you into your heart center, so you don't have to be afraid. You can choose love and allow your heart to move you, rather than be afraid, uh, seek security, seek this or that, or whatever it is we tend to be attached to. We have actually lifetimes of being attached to things, and we really it's an old, very bad habit that we need to break. And this really helps us to see what else is possible. It's really just a choice, always. In any given moment, we have the choice between love and fear. We have the choice to move back towards source or the choice to move towards separation. We always have that choice. And so this astrology kind of helps you see how, how to choose the love path, the heart-centered path instead of the fear-based path that we've been living in. Now, you also have a uh, 
system or a methodology called the Cosmic Path of Initiations. And what is that? That is cosmic consciousness put into a healing modality form so that I have, uh, I facilitate uh, my clients who sign on to work with me for at least a year, although I have some who are on year five now. They work with me, call me up every month for half an hour. We talk about what happened at their initiation. Uh, You know, your birth date is very important because it represents the point each month where you move into the next mansion of your energy field. So if you're born, let's say, on May 4th, then on May 4th you begin at the top of your chart at the 12 o'clock hour, and on June 4th you move into 1 o'clock and so on and so forth. And on the few days around your initiation day, something always happens that sort of prepares you to move into the next cycle and we don't realize it because we're not paying attention, but it actually has always been the case. So the more I ask my clients to sort of write down what goes on with them for those couple of days, sort of journal style, and then they send me that journal, and then we talk about the initiation and where they are, and I give them all kinds of tools to work with to both stay focused in the higher sense and also to transmute or to transform the fear-based energies that come up um, into back into love. There are transmutation tools, such as the Prima Agni, which is uh, a, a very powerful symbol uh, that represents the fire of divine love. And when you apply the Prima Agni to any fear-based situation, it transmutes it back into love. It purifies it and transmutes it back into love. There's also the Violet Flame, recommend. Violet Flame has been around for almost a a hundred years and most people don't even know it exists, let alone use it. It's the most amazing tool. The Ascended Masters call it the karmic eraser. So when we apply the Violet Flame to our misqualified energies during the day, it helps us to erase, to move beyond our karma, to turn it back into love, to deal with our karmic circumstances, which are largely fear-based and turn them back into a love-oriented experience so you can move beyond the karma and get on with your dharma, your life work, which is really what we're here for. We're here to evolve and not to get stuck in our past, what we've been doing. So do you teach people how to do this? or uh, I have some. I have uh, eight to ten facilitators uh, who I personally trained and initiated to become... Uh, Cosmic Path of Initiations Facilitators. You can find those people on my website um, under the Cosmic Path of Initiations right there, and I'll take you to my other website, which is called Cosmic Quotient, which is devoted to the Cosmic Path of Initiations system. That's www.cosmicquotient.com? It's cosmic-quotient.com. Okay. Well, great. Well, um, so when people contact you, what are they looking for? I think people are looking for clarity, focus, and, you know, uh, you know the way to get back into the heart center because a lot of people are kind of, you know, caught up in stuckness, things they're attached to, things in the past, things that scare them, things, you know, uh, really what, what I help people do is realize their authentic selves and help them to step into that. That's it, you know, and it really has to do with shedding 
the fear-based energies and finding the courage to open up your heart and step into the moment and, you know, pick up the reins or get behind the driver's wheel and make um, much more conscious love-based choices. Of course, really getting behind the driver's wheel is kind of a misrepresentation because once we move into our heart center, what we really do is we turn it over to our higher self and let the heart move us. It's always the right way to go. So we have been realizing that we're all driven by the need to feel secure and really there is no such thing. We all really need to begin to understand that there's no such thing as security. It's better to believe that there isn't any so that we can feel freer to do what's best for us in any given moment by following our inner guidance or following our hearts. When we're afraid and we don't think we're going to get what we need, we tend not to listen to our inner guidance. And this system, this cosmic consciousness, it helps you to understand where to find your inner guidance, how to listen to it, and, you know, really tune into it and let it begin to show you who you really are. So when these people are doing sessions with you, are you giving them basic tools which they can use to figure out their own life? Oh, yeah. Well, we talk. We talk about them and what they're going through. And we focus on any very positive energies they're working with or any very fear-based energies they may be working with. And then I offer up all kinds of tools. I talked about the transmutation tools, but there are also, there's a mantra every month, an affirmation. There's a master you can work with who signed on to preside over each sign. There's a master that literally has signed on to preside over every sign of the zodiac uh, for all time. Now, that's not something I made up. That's something Mother Mary gave to Elizabeth Clare Prophet. For example, the master that presides over Pisces is Jesus. And we all understand, we just came out of the age of Pisces, that Jesus was the greatest avatar of the last age because he, because he is actually the master that presides over that sign. So every sign has its own master that we can tune into and connect with. And, of course, the masters aren't separate from us. They're all parts of our higher selves. So we can okay. recognize those aspects of ourselves in that way. We need, we need to take a break now and let our sponsors have a few words, but I definitely want to follow up on this when we get back. So this is Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson, and our guest is Stephanie Azaria. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Ready to chat about your favorite soap operas? The daytime discussion is here with Dan J. Kroll and Soap Central Live. For the past 15 years, Dan has been dishing and discussing on SoapCentral.com. And now he's taking the talk to the airwaves of the Voice America Variety Channel. He'll go behind the scenes with the biggest stars of daytime, along with guest commentary from the Soap Central columnists. And we'll take your questions and comments during our live show. Soap Central Live, every Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on Voice America Variety. 
If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Monday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. We'd love to hear from you. Please call in to 1 866 472 5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. That's mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. This is Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and we have a very special guest today, Stephanie Azaria, who is a cutting-edge counselor and spiritual guide who's using both uh, channeled guidance as far as uh, the masters and also combining that with astrology to help people understand not only what's going on in their life, but how they can transform it. So welcome back, Stephanie. And I wanted to ask you, you you talk about various... uh, dimensions, which are like the third dimension, the fourth dimension, the fifth dimension, and what is it that you're talking about when you're referring to those different dimensions? Okay, well, um, basically what I'm talking about is a kind of a level of consciousness. So if you could think of our consciousness um, as running in a vertical axis from the core of the earth all the way through to source, which I kind of consider the galactic center in the center of our galaxy, just like a black hole that sort of out of which all everything we're experiencing is coming. I call that source. So center of the earth to the center of the galaxy is a vertical axis which contains many, many different levels of consciousness. Uh, you can see it at the very top. It's, it's, um, it's the consciousness of source itself. And at the very bottom, at the core of the Earth, is the first dimension. We're living in the third dimension, which is basically everything that exists at the or at the crust of the Earth, right outside the Earth, on the on the surface of the Earth. The elementals are two D, two D have a two D experience, and so you know it goes literally vertically. Uh, we, I believe that as a human race and probably the planet and everything on the planet right now is all moving from the 3D consciousness, which is basically the consciousness of separation and time. It's time, space, and separation is the 3D. It's what I mean by 3D consciousness. And we've been living in that consciousness for many, many, many centuries. And since we, quote-unquote, fell, we fell from our own unity into this separation. And we are now, en masse, beginning to move back towards source. And it is in this period of human evolution that we are shifting back from 3D 
through 4D, which I can explain in a second, into what I call 5D, which is a love-based, energy-oriented, unity consciousness. And the way to best approach 5D is to shift into the observer or witness mode. One way I like to tell people to practice that is to visualize the full moon sitting above the ocean and go sit on the moon and watch the ocean as it moves back and forth because that ocean represents your own emotional body. We have the tendency to really get into the drama in our life by identifying ourselves with our emotions, but our emotions are not who we are any more than our thoughts are who we are. They're just passing things. Anyone who meditates knows that thoughts are just passing and our job really is to get up above all of that and dis, sort of detach from the mental, emotional, physical experience we're having just enough to be able to see that we're creating it ourselves. If you sit on the moon long enough, you realize you're the thing that's creating the tides. But it takes a long time to do that uh, if you have things that you're attached to or afraid of that keep pulling you back down. The minute you get afraid, you're back in that separation consciousness. In the 5D, heart-centered, unity consciousness, there's no fear. There's nothing to be afraid of because everything is love and everything is unified and everything is there for you. The minute you're afraid, you feel separate again. You're back in the separation mode. The fourth dimension used to be much bigger for those of us with consciousness now. I'm sure everybody on this call has consciousness. So the fourth dimension used to be the place we called the astral plane, um, where I would say, you know, the, the duality that we experience here in the separation mode is very intensified. It's very polarized. It's pretty profound. Um, I don't like to talk about the fourth dimension too much because when you focus on it, it becomes much bigger. And when you're not focused on it, it basically disappears. In other words, it became, as we gained in consciousness, it became like a veil that disappeared. And so we don't need to deal with that 4D consciousness anymore. We move beyond duality when we move into 5D. Everything is unified. Everything is one in that, in that consciousness. And I believe it is time for everyone and everything on this planet, including the planet itself, to shift into that 5D consciousness. And I think it's happening right now through what we think of as the resurrection, which uh, Jesus kind of expressed to us through with his life. It doesn't have to happen that way, of course, but he was a, a master who showed us how you go through the the various initiations on the spiritual path, he showed us, he demonstrated the fourth and fifth initiations. Fourth initiation is the crucifixion, and the fifth initiation is the resurrection. And a crucifixion, as many of you know, can be just losing something that matters to you a great deal. In some cases, you lose your whole identity. In some places, you come close to losing your life, as I did a couple of years ago. But it's the it's the beginning of the resurrection where you step into your authentic self, your higher self, and you are a new being at that point. And this whole work that I do is designed to help you achieve that. I'm not. I think we're all meant to do it anyway. It's just a way to help you focus on it and achieve it. It's hard to focus sometimes to keep your focus really disciplined 
on the higher path or on the love-based path, which is what has to happen if you're going to get there. Well, let's say somebody comes to you and has a issue like they've lost their job or they're having problems in their relationships and or something like that. You know, life isn't going the way they want it to. How would the fifth dimension help them? Well, when you sit on the observer's perch and you watch your life like a movie, you begin to understand pretty quickly that everything happens simply because it's meant to happen. And whether you like it or not, or whether it feels good or it feels crappy, or you don't like it or you don't think it's fair, it's, the truth is nothing happens unless it's meant to happen. And you could, I like to chalk all of that up to karma. I don't, I don't have a better word for it. Sometimes things happen that just seem so terribly unfair. And they just are what they are. You know, the truth is they're meant to happen. Why would something so unfair happen? Well, probably because in some other lifetime you did something that created that. We don't know what, what happened in other lifetimes. And it's really the only way to deal with it because when we sit in the unfairness or the pain of something, well, that unfairness and pain just grows bigger and there's no way out of that place. You know, if you look back on your life, all the crappy things that ever happened to you have led to the greatest growth. Sometimes you've had to sit in that, you know, discomfort for a very long time before things change. That's because you didn't want to let go of what you thought you wanted. It's all about the attachment. So when someone comes to me with an issue like that, I try to help them see that it's all meant to be, that even that it feels unfair, it's about allowing things to be what they are, and to realize one of my favorite things, which Derek taught me a long time ago, is that when you're in a terrible place, it's just the place between two great places, and that's just always true. So the only way to get to the great place again is to let go of the terrible place so you can keep moving. You know, I talk to people like that, and what I'm talking to you I'm talking to you from the observer's perch. This is what it looks like when you step back from your life and detach from the emotions and the thoughts that keep you stuck in the negativity that you may be in. And everybody's got something going on. And the other thing is everything's just a mirror anyway. If your relationship is really falling apart, it's important to look at yourself and ask yourself what you're doing to yourself that's creating that experience. It's all just a big mirror trick after all. That's what cosmic consciousness is, actually. It's the understanding that the whole world you perceive out there is your own reflection. The physical world is your body. The water is your emotion. The air is your mind. The cosmos is your spirit. Everybody sees this world completely differently because it's all just your own projection. We think we're seeing the same world, but we're not. And so, you know, when you begin to think about stuff like this, it automatically shifts your perspective. And now you're on your way. And it's much easier to let go of those things that seemed to consume you when you felt like it was terribly unfair and there was no way out. See? Okay. Well, you've mentioned masters and Jesus and Mother Mary. Who are, who are the other masters that you're talking about? And oh, how well, do they figure into masters are very well known. Um, they are all, almost, well, all, all, almost everyone on the clock, almost all the masters on the clock, were pe- people who lived human lives, and at the end of their last human life, they ascended, just as Jesus did after he was crucified. He ascended into masterdom. His actual name as an ascended master is Sananda, 
He's no longer known as Jesus, as an ascended master, but we know him that way. Uh, We're all on our way to ascension. Ascension is another way of saying we're moving into 5D or beyond. There are more dimensions. There are, I don't, who knows how many dimensions there are? I don't think we know. There are so many dimensions. From here, I mean, we can get to five, maybe six, I don't know, maybe seven, I don't know. But, you know, beyond that, it's beyond us at this point. At some point, you have to lose your physicality. You can't be in a separate body and have that kind of consciousness. As a matter of fact, now that you bring it up, This is a very special dispensation we have here to be able to move into that ascended consciousness and remain in physical form. It's never been possible before. It used to be that you had to to clear 100% of your karma and leave your physical body to ascend. But St. Germain, who is one of the ascended masters, and by the way, the avatar of the new order, the Aquarian age, he brought in the violet flame that I mentioned before about 70 or 80 years ago to help humanity clear the karma, and he got a special dispensation for humanity, which was that we only had to clear a little more than half of our karma to be able to stay in physical form and ascend in this lifetime. Why, you ask? I think it's because we're here. We signed on to help the earth to ascend. And so we need to be here like lightning rods to bring the higher consciousness through our being, through our chakra system, into the planet so she can ascend as well. The masters are beings who have gained that higher consciousness. And they are all there helping us to do the same. That's what they do. There's a lot of information on these masters. So some of them are on the clock the great divine director, who's also known as Master Rokosi, Saint Germain, Jesus, um, Godfrey, Serapis Bay. Those are some of the masters that are on the clock uh, that serve to help us to raise our awareness and move into the new dimension. If we can all move into the new dimension, the whole planet will move with us and um, it's going to be a completely new world, just as always been prophesied. We are moving into the new world now. Well, you've been mentioning the purple or violet flame, and for people who don't know what that is, could you give us a little bit more uh, information on that? It's a tool that is uh, sort of a, a, a mental visual of a purple flame that you call in using a... Uh, a little, um, a little, a little two-line saying. You repeat it a few times, and you call in the violet flame. You sit still and call it in, and it comes up around you and embodies you. It's not hot; it's just um, very cleansing. One of my favorite things to do is visualize the violet flame pouring down on me in the shower. It just cleanses your aura. It clears your energy field of all the misqualified, I like to call it misqualified, fear-based energies that are stuck in your energy field. It helps to clear it. And when you clear those energies, they turn your light energy fields back into light. You know, we're filled with density from all the fear-based karma that we've created. And um, as we clear that away, we turn back into light. And we are literally becoming light bodies. I like to call it Homo luminous. I, uh, I coined the phrase homo luminous. We're all turning into a new kind of 
human species at this point that are much more filled with light. So the violet flame is a tool that if you can use it um, with consciousness, it will clear your energy field very powerfully, I might add. It's such a powerful tool that even though I give it to everybody that I work with, a lot of people just have a very hard time using it because it's so powerful. And on, on some level, we can feel that. You know, in order to really affect change, you have to really be ready. You have to say, okay, I'm going to do this now. Whether you do it 100% or you do it 10%, every little bit helps. But you can only do what you're ready to do. You know, and that's the whole thing. It's a really individual path. So how much of what you do is astrology and and how much of it is, you know, just spiritual counseling? That's a great question. Um, you know, astrology is the tool I use. It's a language I understand. You know what I mean? It's a language of symbols that really speaks to me. It allows me to move past the more local dramas and issues that people are having and understand them from a different perspective. So I'd say I start from there, you know, but, you know, much of it, I would say it's 50-50, but I think recently it's become more like, you know, uh, 30% based on astrology and the rest of it is spiritual guidance. I think that that's what it's turning into. But it's all based on my understanding of astrology. That's my tool. It's what I use to work with. So it sounds like whoever would have, you know, have a session with you, or they're getting much more than just what it means to have a planet in this part of your chart or that part of your chart and, you know, just a typical reading that astrologers would do. Yeah, I would say my readings are anything but typical. Yeah. I do talk about the planets in the hours if people are interested. Some people don't want to hear about it, and not, it's just as easy to have a, a session with someone and not talk about it. But I still, I personally still use the chart, the clock, to understand what I'm saying, to have to have to channel the stuff that I need to say. Most of my readings are channeled. You know, I get into a space and stuff comes through me, basically. I do, do work you, very closely with the masters. How much do you need to know from your clients in order to do a reading for them? Oh, I, I, all I need to know is their birthday and the time and the place. I don't really need to know anything else. When I first speak to a client, I'll ask them a couple of questions. Have you ever had a reading before? You know, and I'll, um, and if they, and I love it when they haven't. <laughs> and I love it when they know astrology really well. Those things, you know, it doesn't really matter. I don't really need to know a lot. Sometimes I'll ask a client what made them call me at this particular time, knowing that they're going to tell me the most important thing that's up in their life right now. You know, uh, sometimes I'll do that if I notice in the chart that there's just an awful lot going on. Sometimes there's so much energy hitting a person that it's kind of like a humongous wave washing over them. And I want to ask them to tell me what, what matters the most to them right now. But, you know, it almost, it's really all about turning a person back to themselves. Many times when a person is upset or 
in a bad space, it's because they're focused on someone or something outside of themselves. The job they can't get or the bill they can't pay or the partner who's being really nasty to them. or you know, Those are all things outside of themselves and nothing can ever be resolved that way. Okay. Well, let me interrupt you, and we have to take a break. Our sponsors are clamoring to share their uh, (laughs) message, and so we. This is Get Real Radio with your host James Robinson and our special guest Steph Azaria. So uh, we'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Do the adventures of Indiana Jones leave you curious about this exotic and unusual profession? If so, don't miss Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology with Dr. Joseph Schuldenrein. You'll learn about forensics, ancient civilizations, and human origins. Listen to Dr. Schuldenrein and colleagues discuss their excavations and related archaeological topics, ranging from the unique to the sublime, and yes, even the mundane. Indiana Jones, Myth, Reality, and 21st Century Archaeology, live Wednesday, 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific Time, on Voice America Variety. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. We'd love to hear from you. Please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. That's mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. This is Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson, and our very special guest, Stephanie Azaria, who has a very new and cutting-edge way of helping people transform their lives called Cosmic Consciousness, and we've been talking about that. And, Stephanie, you've got quite a few things on your plate right now. Would you like to share with our listeners what they can do to participate in, in what you're doing? Sure, yeah, I'd love to. Well, of course, I would love to talk to anyone who would like to get a reading from me. You can just go to my website and figure out how to contact me for that. And um, I want to say that I'm teaching this cosmic consciousness system. There may be some of you that are feeling that call. If you know a little bit about astrology and you've always felt like there's something a little off about it, I'm telling you this is the system for you. So uh, I'm already teaching a class this year, but if as soon as I get 10, 12 people who want to learn it, I will start a second class immediately. So if you're interested, let me know. 
And also there's a, I'm going to do a, a, a five-day retreat this summer in the Redwood Forest um, that is very exciting from August 18th to 22nd or 23rd. If you're interested in joining us for some really profound spiritual satsang, uh, please contact me. Everything is right on my website, which is thecosmicpath.com. You'll find links to everything there. And by the way, my website is brand new. It's just been redone, reworked, and I have a, a whole new um, membership section. The only membership um, perk that there is, the only thing you pay for on my website is the daily weather report, which is sort of like my blog that I write every single day. And with that daily weather report comes access to the community forum, which is only for my members. And it's been very exciting as people are really sort of communicating with each other as they move through this major transformation that we're all going through. So it's sort of like a a satsang right there on the website. It's very, very exciting. So I urge you to come check it out, join, become a member, and uh, be a part of the uh, community. Uh, I'd love to have you uh, join in. It's really an amazing. So thrilled with my new website. I can't tell you. So when I take your class or your course, they'll be able to do what you do? Yes, I promise everyone who takes my course that at the end of the course, you will be able to read a chart in, uh, according to Cosmic Consciousness. And you can become a certified Cosmic Consciousness Astrologer just by taking the course and showing me that you can read a chart. At the end of the class, for the last five or six classes, we will just read each other's charts. So there's nothing extra involved in becoming Cosmic Consciousness Certified. If you want to become a Cosmic Path of Initiations Facilitator, you need to take the Cosmic Consciousness course and then join my master class and do the Cosmic Path of Initiations with me for a year, and then uh, do a few readings. Let me know that you are really um, got the facilitator in you, and you can literally become a certified Cosmic Path of Initiations facilitator. And we have, uh, we get together twice a year. We're going to get together in Santa Cruz this summer, just the, just the, 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 the facilitators, for an intensive weekend. We do that a couple of times a year in different places in the country. It's really very exciting because the system is full of consciousness and it's still growing. And everybody that's become very much a part of the system is very much into the growing of the consciousness of the system. It's just a beautiful, amazing thing. My goal, my mission is really to make it very mainstream on the planet. I believe this is the new astrology for the new age. I really do, and so because it really works and it really helps, and it's really very, very amazing. When you, I know you've done a lot of counseling for people. Is is there, you know, are there common themes that people need to know in order to have a more conscious life? Well, that's a question. Well, I think, I mean, I really think the main thing is simply to realize that there are only two paths we can take, love or fear. In any moment, there's just one choice, always. It doesn't matter what's going on in your life. You have one choice. Open your heart or decide to be afraid. And fear comes in many forms, of course. You know, worry, anguish, uh, 
uh, envy, greed, you know, all those things that cause us to be uncomfortable and, uh, and create all kinds of big questions in our heads and cause us to, you know, really, uh, you know, go down that path of being sort of consumed by whatever's going on in the world. Those things are fear-based, and it's so easy to say, oh, I'm in a fear-based place. Let me open my heart. You can open your heart in a million different ways. The best way is to just tell yourself to open your heart. Just call yourself by name and tell yourself to open your heart, and your heart will open, and you will experience a peace that you haven't had in a while, and you're gonna, you may have to do that over and over again, but you train yourself to form a new habit. So there's that. There's that prime directive I was talking about before, which is that nothing happens unless it's supposed to happen. No matter what happens, it's supposed to happen, and it is what it is what it is. There's nothing else to do with it. Even if you want it to change, the only way to experience something you don't like and see it change is to begin by accepting it and let go of it. There's no other way to do it. It's, it's thing, and, you know, I guess no matter what else is going on in your life, the main thing you need to know is that you need to redirect your focus back to yourself. Because you're creating your whole world with your consciousness. So if you want something out there to change, you have to shift it yourself. And that's the work I do. I help people to shift back to themselves. That's really what I do. So how long are your sessions with people? Well, the Cosmic Health of Initiation sessions are only a half an hour a month. I do, and then I offer Cosmic Consciousness sessions. I do 45-minute sessions. That's my main session, 45 minutes. I also do an hour session for people who want it. And I offer half-hour sessions only to clients who I have read before because it's, that first session is a little more involved and a half an hour just doesn't quite cut it. Um, so that's basically what I do. I don't usually do it. I do relationship readings uh, where I will talk to two people about what their issues are. But, of course, I'm always redirecting you both back to yourself. So it is, um, it is effective for sure. It's always effective. It clarifies. It helps you focus. It clears. It helps you detach from the things you're stuck on and gives you room to expand into yourself more fully. So when people, so it's, it's kind of like uh, astrology times tw- a million. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have put it that way, but it's nice of you to say that, James. It's, well, a, it's a spiritual guidance that, I, that, that is astrological in its origin. But it's not your typical astrology. It really doesn't have a whole lot. You know, I even changed the symbolism of the signs themselves. You know, uh, Aries used to be known as the Ram, but I've renamed it the creative, the, the divine spark of creation. You know, the zodiac means the ring of animals. And while animals are fantastic beings, we're not animals. We're spiritual beings, and we need to identify ourselves with a higher uh, symbol than what we've been given in that old astrology system. So Taurus the bull is the tree of life. Gemini the twins is the diamond. Gemini is the diamond. Cancer is the mother. Leo is the life force. And Virgo is the master healer teacher. Libra is the mirrored self. 
Scorpio is the alchemist. Sagittarius is a truth seeker. Capricorn is the executive director. Aquarius is the awakener. And Pisces is the ocean. And uh, I know that any of you who are any of those signs is really resonating with that new symbol because it represents the essence of what you are. And if you don't get it, you need to really tune into yourself better and begin to identify with what you really come here to be. And that's what I do. That's really the work I do, help you to really connect with yourself on the most authentic level possible. We've only got a couple of minutes left, but I wanted to ask you, you've mentioned ascension several times, and for the listeners who may not know what that is, could you give us a two-minute dissertation on what ascension is? Yeah, well, ascension is actually two things. Ascension is basically the process we are going through to move our consciousness into the higher, what I call 5D, or unity consciousness dimension. So there's a, a, a lifting up of the consciousness that's taking place. But really, what's really going on right now is, is really more like a descension, because our job is to go there, get that consciousness, and then bring it back down into the physical realm, into the physical realm, meaning the earth. Our job is to be that big lightning rod that moves consciousness through our being into the earth. And so she gets it and is lifted up and ascends as well. Ascension is just that, the lifting up of the consciousness and the moving into a lighter realm, a realm that's more filled with love and light. And it's not something we, it's, it's there for us. I almost, I keep, and the more, the more I find it there, the more I realize we've always been there. We just forgot. We've been blocking ourselves with our fear-based energies. So we think we have to get somewhere but in fact, we're already there. We need to remove the blocks that are keeping us from the experience of it. That's really all what ascension is. Well, I guess the good news is we don't have to die to do it anymore. That's so. exactly right. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Okay. Well, we're almost out of time. I wanted to give everybody your website information uh, once again so they'll know how to contact you. It's I believe it's www.cosmic path.com and it's the cosmic path.com okay and you have another brand new website you were mentioning so that is Co- my brand new website the cosmic okay. path has been re- resurrected <laughs> all right the path yeah. is new, newly redone yeah and I have the other website is cosmic hyphen quotient.com which is dedicated to the cosmic path of initiation and so everybody remember that you can go on her websites and there are uh, if you log on and and choose to become a member there's their blogs there's a forum uh, the light-minded individuals to explore their spirituality so Stephanie thank you so much for being on Get Real Radio it's been fascinating to find out what you've been up to lately and I highly recommend if you have not had a reading from Stephanie it would it is an amazing experience and uh so Stephanie thank you very much for being on the show and and uh hope to hear from you soon thanks be well okay and this is Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson, and our guest today was Stephanie Azaria, a cutting-edge astrologer and spiritual counselor. 
thank you again for tuning in to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. Please join us again next Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This week, open up your heart and look inside your spiritual self.